If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself. But even better, they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, April 5th, and we are here trying to help you take the next best step in your financial life. And we try to do that by balancing what your goals and your objectives are with your economic and financial realities. And sometimes I get to be a dream maker and sometimes I get to be a dream crusher. And Mark will usually take the other side of that. No, I'm just kidding. We really do want to try to help you do what you want to do. We just want to make sure it's realistic and that you're not that you're not choosing a path that will make it a lot harder for you in the future. Because sometimes the ideas that we have today, they're great, right? Like, oh, I want to do this right now. But then a few years later, you regret it. Mark, I saw an interesting um, survey out and it said something like a quarter of the people who switch jobs regret switching jobs. The grass is not always greener, but I think also that people are starting to realize that, yes, it is true, I could make more money, but there may have been things in my other organization, in my previous organization that I really liked also. And I do think that's important that before you make a big change, it's important to consider what am I giving up? Not just money, right? Someone just contacted me and said, you know, oh my God, I had forgot that I had five weeks of vacation in my old job and the new job, you start with two weeks. You got to make sure that the numbers add up and that you're comparing what you're losing, what you're gaining and come out with an idea. So if you're thinking about a new job or maybe starting a new business, you can go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Um, One of my friends went from being an employee to a contractor and she was making a lot more money as a contractor, but she did not like the anxiety of having to wait in between jobs. So she went back to being an employee. Meanwhile, she hates her new job. There you go. Anyway, go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and we'll help you weigh your different options. Okay. We're all about options here. We really are. Let's go talk to Henry from Mississippi. Henry's sporting a beautiful accent. So anyone with an accent always gets priority. Hi, Henry. What can we do for you today? Hey, how are you doing, Jill? Fantastic. What's up? So uh, generally want to get I get a general uh feel if we're, if we're on track, but mm-hmm. most importantly, in a couple of years, I need to make a decision uh, regarding a non-qualified deferred compensation plan. 
Okay. I have deferred it once, and so it's 100% payout in 2025 right now. 100% payout in 2025. What would the payout be? Well, today is $152,000 in there, but it is invested in uh, mostly uh, index funds. Mm-hmm. So in two more or three more years, I'm not sure, but you know, hopefully you know, 200000 maybe. Are you still working in the place where you have this non-qualified deferred comp plan? I am, yes. How much are you earning there? Uh, today, I make about 175 Are you putting money away into a different plan? Just 401k right now. Max mm-hmm. out 401k. My wife and I both max out our 401ks. And so our concern is is the significant tax bracket that we'll be in when yeah. I pull this money out. How much does your wife earn? 115 Okay. And she's also maxing out. So tell us how much money is in each of those 401k plans. Combined, it's uh, 520. So a little over 200 in mine, a little over 300 in hers. Okay, great. How old are you guys? 46. Kids? Uh, gone and grown. Oh my God. Thank. This is when it's good to have kids early, right? You're like, all right, I'm making this money and I can sock it away. All right. So you've got a half a million bucks in these 401k plans. What about other assets? Do you have non-retirement assets also besides the non-qualified deferred comp? No, we have about 10,000 in cash. We've been paying off uh, lots of debt lately. The oh, last yeah? few years have been uh, significant debt payoffs. Why? What, how'd you get the debt? You make a lot of money. We both brought our debt into our family. This is where second marriage is. Oh, you didn't get the, you did not get the memo. Second marriage, you marry for money, not for love. Don't you know that? And keep that quiet. She's going to listen to this. All right. I understand. What's the debt situation right now? Currently, we're, uh, we only have two outstanding debts and it's her student loan and a boat. And those are the only two debts we have left. All credit cards are paid off. Oh, I'm sorry, in the house. Apologize. Okay, wait a second. Let's do her student loans. How much does she have left on that? 62. And those are federal or private? Federal. She's pausing right now, right? Correct. Uh, she just graduated with her master's this week. Uh, oh, Monday. my God. Awesome. So it yeah, it is. And, uh, and so it is deferred currently, but very soon it won't be. Okay, boat? Uh, we owe 66. What kind of boat is this, man? Hey, salt water is expensive. That is insane. How much is the freaking boat worth? A little over a hundred, probably. I mean, it's, that's cheap nowadays. We'll sell it, and we can get out of it. And then well, if you that's sell what it, my wife says you can sell <laughs> it, and you can whack it. down that you, that student loan debt will be gone practically. Know, but it would take one hundred forty thousand to buy another one. So sell it for one. Can can you really sell it for a hundred? I could tomorrow. You love it though. We we both love it. Yes. What do you do in this boat? You fish? You What else do you do in it? Fish, beach, joyride. All right, let's talk about the house. How much is the house worth? 275. Oh, worth 450. We owe 275. Okay. The 275, what's the interest rate on that? 3.125. How's your cash flow right now? I mean, you've paid off a lot of debt. So, once you max out your 401k's, you put the 20, you know, so you're putting whatever 40 uh, $1,000 into this, you still earn a lot of money. So tell me a little bit about the cash flow. How, how much money are you using to pay down debt every month? Usually between six and $8,000 a month is usually kind of what we put towards debts. Whoa, that's huge. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty typical for the last couple of years. What's the boat loan? What's the rate on it? 6.3. Which will be about the same thing as the student loan. She's going to gra- graduate. She's just graduated. Will she get any bump in salary because she has a master's now? 
Not yet, but her opportunity for uh, job growth is exponential. And really? she has a great opportunity. I, I figure in the next five years, she'll be making at least forty or $50,000 more. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good to know. What's your feeling about like, are you workers? You're like, yeah, we're working forever. We're the kind of people who are going to be working for a while. Like what's your game plan? Do you think? We think we're going to be working for a while. We just don't like having idle minds. It doesn't work well for us. So let's think about this. The deferred comp if you take it in a lump sum in 2025, right? Because it, it's you can't dribble it out. You have to take it either as a lump sum or keep deferring it, right? I do have the option of mm-hmm. doing a, of course, in 2024, I have to make that decision. You have yep. to make a decision one year prior. And so I can do a 20% over five years. Ooh. That would push it out to 2030. You know, it's an automatic five-year uh, deferment. And huh. I can pull it 20% from you know, 2030 through 2034. You know, the other thought was just keep deferring it, but I understand what you're, I know exactly what you're saying, because right now you're making a bunch of money. You are looking at a higher tax rate, especially if your wife starts cranking. That's, that's your real risk, right? That's right. Yeah. So 250. Um, so let's, I'm just looking at the tax table. So you're in the 24% is your top bracket right now. I mean, most of your income's at 22%, right? But how much more do we think she can really make? I want to try to, we're going to guess about this, right? But what do you think? I think in the next three years, she'll have at least twenty to 30000 bump in salary. I mean, I'm inclined to try to do the 20% over five years because that at least will sort of dribble it out a little bit and you can control your tax liability. But it sounds to me like you're, you, Henry, would like to get it you know, done and paid for and pay your tax and move on. Is that right? We're kind of leaning that direction just because, you know, we still, even though we can control what funds it's in inside the account, we don't have any control over it until it's ours. And that does concern us. All right. What do you think about this? Let's say you get the 150, okay? And let's say you pay the tax that's due. And let's just pretend just for the heck of it. Again, it's in a few years. But then at that moment, whatever you clear on this 100, it won't be 100, but it'll It'll be more than that. Let's say it's 120, okay? Would you pinky swear with us that you'll pay down all the remaining debt that's outstanding with that money? I think that the student loan and boat will be gone before we get it. You do? Because you're thinking you're six to eight grand a month, maybe. And then what would you do with the money at that point? Buy a new boat? Because I'm now (laughs) at high risk of you doing something dopey like that. I'm going to stick to my original. My OG is... I'm leaning towards 20% over five years to minimize the tax hit unless at the time there is something specific that's going on. Because if you're telling me that the boat and the student loans are really going to be gone in three years, maybe, maybe, then the six to eight grand a month will go to build up your emergency reserve first. And then the six grand or six to eight grand a month and your wife might be making more could be like eight or 10 grand a month will go to build a brokerage account at that time you know i think that that's that's fine but if you really feel compelled to take the money just know that like hey we're going to get whacked tax wise to minimize the tax you would you drag it out a little bit but if you don't care and you feel like okay she's killing it um, we'll know a little bit more, I guess, in the next couple of years also before you have to make the decision, right? So maybe you get back in touch with us in a couple of years and say, all right, we now know I'm making 185. My wife's making 200. What should we do now? 
and we might have different decisions to make. You know, at, at our stage in life, do we need to go ahead and like start a Roth IRA just to get the, the clock ticking, to get the five well, years? do you have, um, let me ask you a question. Do you have a Roth option, either of you, through work? We do not. I don't know if I would do a backdoor. I'll tell you what. I think a brokerage account is fine. Look, you're going to focus on paying down the debt because, you know, you're not getting a 6% return on your money guaranteed anywhere else but by paying that boat loan down, okay? So just pretend that you could get a 6% guaranteed return on some investment. You'd be like, sign me up. So we're going to sign you up for that. So I think pay down the boat, pay down the student loans, get the emergency reserve beefed up a little bit, and then open a brokerage account. And then let's decide what happens with this this plan and try to determine when the time comes. We again, we don't have enough information right now. That's what I think. I get I get that you want control over it because it's scary when it's like, well, they're going to take it away from me. They're not. There's a lot of rules with ERISA that they can't take that away from you. But let's find out what the actual liability is before we try to pull the trigger on this. But I I, I think you're in great shape in that, you know, you're really cranking on the pay, debt pay down, which is what you should be doing. Henry, do you have second marriage? Uh, do you have wills and powers of attorney and healthcare proxies and stuff like that? Shame on us. We know we're supposed to, but we haven't done it yet. He could die on that boat and have no will. Mark, what, what am I to do with this? You're boating on the open seas. I saw Titanic. Bad things can happen. Can you please try to do this? Do you have a friend who's a lawyer? I do have friends that are lawyers. Yeah, you know what? Just say to them, hook me up. Because you're not going to go. When I tell people, go to Policy Genius and do you actually, you shouldn't go to the, that because you have a more complicated life. A second marriage always contains some permutations from the estate planning side of it. So you need to go to a lawyer and you need to do this. And you need to lean on one of your friends, say, hey, I'll take you out on the ocean. Help me out with this. Uh, I'll pay for the gas, which is going to cost, you know, at least a third of your non-qualified deferred comp plan right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and get this done. We will. We will. We, we know it's, it's a high, it is a priority for us. We're just so busy with work. We haven't gotten around to it yet. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not asking you to draft the documents. All I'm asking you is make the phone call we or send an email. All right. Send an email today. Pinky swear with me. We can do that. Yep. Not a problem. Uh, if you are like Henry and you want to make a decision about some big windfall that's going on in your life, give us a holler. JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Um, while you're on the website, sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Subscribe to our other broadcast, which is called Eye on Money. And check out all the neat content that Mark populates all the time. Uh, we really do appreciate you guys listening. Please do try to make yourself a force for good in the universe. Do something nice for someone else. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.